Today on Wisconsin Veterans Forward, we're going to be airing an interview that we did recently with two prominent experts in the arena of marketing and advertising, and in particular, digital marketing and advertising. Lots of great information in there, so we're going to get right to it after this. You are listening to Wisconsin Veterans Forward, Wisconsin's premier audio resource for veterans, military families, veteran-owned, and veteran-friendly businesses. Wisconsin Veterans Forward is brought to you by the Wisconsin Veterans Chamber of Commerce at wiveteranschamber.org. Marketing. Am I right? Marketing and advertising. Holy cow. If there is an industry or a discipline that shifts or alters or changes or evolves more than marketing, I'd love to see it. I don't think it exists. I mean, it is a always evolving, uh, deliberate process, uh, marketing and it's, whoa, look at that echo. Um, and now more than ever, having a digital marketing strategy is important. If you've been waiting on a digital marketing, putting a digital marketing strategy together, uh, you probably got blindsided by COVID and the pandemic shutdown and realized, oh my goodness. So I think out of necessity, a lot of people have evolved their digital marketing strategy or have developed one from the ground up in necessary response to, uh, you know, our, the way that we've handled the pandemic and the shutdown and whatnot. So, but you don't want to hear me talk about that. Aaron and Kat, how are both of you? Hey. Good. Thanks for having me. Great. Thanks for having me too. Yeah, you bet. I'm so excited. We, we You both, as I mentioned earlier, are complete rock stars and professionals. These are these are two folks that that know precisely what they're doing in this landscape. So you're going to want to, uh, you're going to want to hear what they have to say before we dive into asking them some questions and get into the valuable content for all of you. I just want to let you know, this is a live stream if you didn't know. Uh, and so we're going to be fielding your questions in uh, real time. So whether you're watching on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, doesn't matter. Throw your questions, your comments. Uh, if you like something you hear, feel free to throw out some adulations maybe some praise, maybe some, some virtual high fives, whatever. Uh, but we're going to respond to it. We're going to, we're going to answer your questions. I have received our friends in the Wisconsin veterans chamber of commerce, uh, staff. We've received so many questions from our constituency and our members and our sponsors and our partners about digital marketing and advertising. So I know you got questions and these are the people to ask. So let's, let's start with, hmm, Cat, let's start with Cat. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, <laughs> tell us a bit about your business, what brought you to form it, uh, and and tell us about um, how your world has changed, maybe or maybe stayed the same since since COVID, since yeah. the pandemic landed. Absolutely, okay. Um, so, um, advertise. We help businesses stand out and grow. Um, we originally started out as a traditional ad agency and did a lot of traditional media, TV, radio, print, billboard, direct mail, things like that. And slowly became really good at digital media and really uh, positioned myself in that area and that space and did a lot of social media marketing and Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, lead gen and what have you. 
and then evolved into Social Buzz, which is an affordable pro- product for social media. So how has COVID affected our business? It did. It majorly affected our business. And I'm not afraid to say it um, because I support small businesses. You know, that's our bread and butter. And the small businesses that once we the shutdown hit, you know, they closed their doors. They were not, you know, open for business. And that was a lot of our business. So we lost a lot of business when that hit. And I, uh, before COVID, I had 18 members on my team and then we scaled back to four. So we really had to do crunch time. We really had to buckle up. We had a lot on our plates, um, but to make up for the loss and um, not lose any more counts. Like our whole focus was to keep the counts that we had very happy and sustain them. And then, um, Thank, thankfully, I always say thankfully, we had hashtag social buzz and that really, you know, that really saved our ass <laughs> and that really helped. And, you know, it's so funny. I learned a lot with COVID. I learned a lot and I'm so very grateful of COVID because I always say if I look back on 2020, I look back and I say we were lean and mean, lean and mean because um, we had to cut out stuff to cut it out, to reduce costs, but we had to be aggressive and do maybe some things that we didn't do before manually and things like that. So uh, very lean and mean. And then I taught my clients to be lean and mean because, you know, in order to survive and sustain and keep your message out there and still be on a tight budget and still try to, you know, run your business just like I was, you know, I was a good example of it. And I taught my clients how to be lean and mean. And so coming out of it, um, we are very lucky. We got our first quarters like exploded. And so we're doing very well. And I I feel like 2021 will, I'm hoping to at least double, if not more, our business because of uh, the strategy and what we learned and cutting costs and what have you, you know. The other thing too, COVID brought international clients to us. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Do you find that the demand shifted? And Aaron, I do want to get to you to ask the same question, actually, but I want to ask Kat here. Did you find that the demand from your clients shifted? Did you find that uh, post-COVID shutdown, people were like, please help us with Facebook more so than more traditional forms of marketing and advertising? Yeah, I think that's why Social Buzz took off so well because people knew they had to be on a digital platform to network and to drive business to their business. Um, they saw the need to, that if they didn't have a digital present presence, you know, website, social media, any of those things, that 2020 made them have a rude awakening, just like I had a rude awakening that, hey, you need a digital footprint, you need a digital presence, you need to be able to be out there to captivate those people that might just do business that way forever and ever and ever, you know? Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, and I do want to ask you about, you mentioned social, social. Yes. I do want to ask you more about that, but I'm going to, I'm going to transition to Aaron really quickly. Aaron, kind of the same first question. Uh, So what brought you to launch um, go fo- I'm sorry, not go focus. That's the website focus <laughs> digital at gofocusdigital.com. What, what got you to launch that? And what does your world look like right now? Yeah. So the reason why I launched focus digital was, I mean, I worked for the chamber and so talking with a lot of the members, you know, um, a lot of them didn't have either a website or one that they like 
didn't really spend any time on. Um, they weren't on social media and so forth. And so um, meeting all these members, there definitely was that drive, especially when COVID hit to be like, I want to help our members and help small businesses and, you know, work with them to get online, to have that presence online. And so that's why Creative Focus Digital, you know, so you focus on your business and I focus on your digital marketing. And, um, you know, during the pandemic, yeah, it definitely showed that, if you weren't online, it was a harsh transition when the shutdown hit. And, you know, you're already trying to figure out, you know, if you have staff, what are you going to do with them and all the HR stuff and COVID-19 precautions and so forth. And then now you have to focus on trying to, you know, fix up your online presence and your website and, and getting on social and it's overwhelming. And so oh yeah. That's why I was like, you know what? I'm launching during a global pandemic and I'm here to help you. So that was kind of my drive <laughs> because why not, right? <laughs> yeah, why not? And I think, I, I wonder how many people you ran into. And I know you, you mentioned the the outstanding work you did uh, with the Wisconsin Veterans Chamber of Commerce, which, which we appreciate. Um, really outstanding work. Uh, you mentioned that in chatting with our constituents or seeing uh, their web presence, you noticed that uh, pretty much everybody has a web presence. Somebody launches a business, they make a Facebook page. Somebody launches a business, they get a website and, and uh, a LinkedIn company page. And how many of them have you chatted with that were like, well, I have a page, isn't that enough? And you have to like bridge the, how do you get them to understand that, that just having it isn't enough? And there's this whole additional world that, that is the world that the two of you live in. Um, how often do you see that? And, and how awkward is that conversation? It's with everybody. <laughs> um, but that's why they're calling me and because they know and it's and it's a, you know an exciting conversation. But you know when I'm talking with someone who actually has a storefront that you walk into and they're trying to figure out if they want to go online or why it's important mm -hmm. to be online, I kind of tell them you wouldn't let your store go dusty and have things just kind of jumbled around and not look good. You aesthetically want to make your store look really nice so it brings people in and they want to buy you know, what you're selling. And so that's the same thing with online. If you're not updating your social, if you're not updating your website, if you're not actually engaging online, it's kind of like the same deal, you know? Absolutely. And, and Kat, do you find that too? I mean, there's, it, it seems like it's so much easier to make a LinkedIn post or a Facebook post or create a page than it is to clean a storefront. Do you find that just getting your clients to understand that though it's easy to do it wrong, being deliberate about your presence online is is uh, is the right way to do it, or at least a starting point. Right. I mean, so the thing, and to 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 also chime in on uh, agreeing with what Aaron was saying is the thing with businesses is a lot of times I love the clients that are like. Hey, take it. I don't know what I'm doing. I do not know what I do. Because at the end of the day, Adam, the person that uh, thinks they know what they're doing and are posting, but don't have a strategy in place, or they don't understand that you could be used having violating copyright infringement mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. or, you know, there's, there's so many things that could happen. And here's the thing at the end of the day, social media is branding your voice and what you represent. So whether that's you or your business, if you screw that up, 
you kind of damage mm. what you built, right? You're damaging what you built. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the one thing you don't want to do is, you know, branding your business and social media is no different than branding it on TV, on radio and a billboard or, or direct mail. Just because it's social media and you feel like it is more acceptable does not mean it's okay to do some of these things that you feel like, oh, it's okay for me to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just the affirmation to what Aaron was saying, you have to be very judicious on what your voice is and what your brand is. And mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. I ran into a client the other day um, and um, the guy just joined the company says, can you just evaluate our social media and tell me what you think? And whoever was posting to it, post to it like they were a kid, like a <laughs> it was a family and it was a manufacturing company. And I was like, well, the one thing I will tell you is I don't think they're posting good content to your future buyers. It looks like they're posting for their family, you know, right. and that's a big deal. That's a big deal. You know, I just wanted to say a quick good morning to Alex. Thank you for saying hi and good morning. We appreciate you watching and tuning in. We appreciate all of you watching and tuning in. If you have questions for Kat uh, and or Aaron, or any of us about uh, marketing, advertising, digital marketing and advertising, especially in a post-COVID world. We're going to talk about what the future looks like here in a minute. Please feel free to throw it in the comments section, no matter what platform you're watching on. And we are happy to field that. Um, you mentioned you like the clients that say, just take it and run. Um, so I'll let either of you uh, answer this one. Uh, are how often do you run into the client that thinks that they know about communications because they have Facebook? I've seen it, you know, in, in my, in dealing with communications people, there are so many folks that just make assumptions with no basis of experience about how communications and digital marketing works. How often do you run into that and how frustrating is it? All go. the time. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's good because it challenges me to really make sure I'm breaking it down to them how important it is to have a strategy. And like Kat said earlier, branding. Um, that's the first thing that I talk to about, you know, with my clients is, you know, what's your brand? Who are you? What do you do? What is your message? Cause like she said on Facebook, when she, you know, was looking over someone's page, it didn't have a good voice to it. And so asking them these questions and they kind of step back and they're kind of like, well, I don't know. What is, who am I? What do I do? What is my message? And I actually don't really have a set logo. So, you know, just kind of taking a step back and really making sure that that company uh, finds their core and that they have solid branding from all platforms. It's, yeah. it's gotta be. Oh, go ahead, Kat. I was going to say, I'm just going to chime in and add to that because like, um, I run into a lot of clients that give us like a set number of hashtags and say, I want to use these hashtags every time. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? You know, because <laughs> Because we have tools. We invest in tools to research the hashtags. I'm not going to use hashtags that are not relevant to either that post or the topic or whatever we're doing. And they're just using some random hashtag. I see that a lot. And it looks spammy. And to me, it's unprofessional. Mm -hmm. um, but it also, um, you know, for me as someone in this field, I see it and I'm like, okay, they they really don't know what they're doing or, or what the mm -hmm. purpose of a mm -hmm. hashtag is, you know? Um, so, you know, things like that. And then, you know, um, when you see that they over abuse and use branding and graphics, every post has a branded graphic of them. That's overselling because now mm. you're just like, you know, 
selling me every time on a branded uh, graphic that you're going to use oh, over and over point. and over, you know? Um, so I think I might be guilty of that. Now that you mention <laughs> it, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on a second. Uh, Shoot. I'm overselling. Oh no. Well, I mean, you can use, I mean, we've had clients that are like attorneys or financial investors or business coaches that have content that's branded for someone else. So like their blog is very branded because they have someone that writes those blogs, you know, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. things like that. When it's your product and it's your content, of course, you're going to brand yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're using other, you know, quotes and then you're branding yourself on a quote, you know, mm. you can do it graciously, just not take it over. You know, I'm 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 an unapologetic self quoter to the point where, <laughs> <laughs> for my personal business endeavors, I actually have a, a um, an infographic or a meme that I've been hovering on, maybe posting, and I'm doubting it. Where the the quote is like, "Never be afraid to quote yourself." And then I have my name afterwards, and it's in quote. Like my quote is, "Never be able to never that be afraid." That sounds good. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence about it. So there you have it, part one of our interview with Kat and Aaron. We will continue it on the next episode. Be sure to follow the Wisconsin Veterans Chamber of Commerce across all platforms. And uh, if you do, then we can be friends. Thank you for joining us on Wisconsin Veterans Forward, brought to you by the Wisconsin Veterans Chamber of Commerce. Please visit us at wiveteranschamber.org, read our blog, sign up for our newsletter, and follow us across all social media platforms.